Spring matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the Word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Welcome, our dear listeners. We want to thank God today for His grace and His goodness upon our lives. Allow me to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you this evening. Lord, even as we come into your presence, we pray that you may teach us from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe that we have been helped by the series on Little Foxes. And I know that many of us perhaps have got questions to say, Reverend, what do I do now that I realize in my love relationship, in my marriage, there are little foxes? May I say that the answer still is in the word of God. When we read in Galatians um, chapter 5, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, and self-control. It's important. I will refer you to the word of God when it comes to dealing with little foxes. We all must endeavor to have the fruit of the spirit in our lives. We all must endeavor to develop the fruit of the spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and bring out that fruit from our lives. And I believe as we do that, we will have strong love relationships today we want to start on another series on the marriage covenant and i want to say to us that at times it's difficult for people to understand the very fact that marriage is a godly concept we've always said that marriage is a godly concept it's not a man concept And when we understand that, it will help us live our relationships. It will help us run our relationship in the manner that God is always intended it to be. I want to say to us that as we look at the covenant of marriage today, we want to look at the fact that what is a covenant? We have two terms, a covenant and contract. I want to say to us that marriage is a covenant it's not a contract you know it's not a contract when you look at the word of god you will notice that in biblical terms 
you know, it's sometimes difficult to understand the weight of a true covenant agreement, especially when you look at nowadays how people break promises. You know, at times young men get into love relationships and promise the young lady and say, I will marry you. And before you know it, the young man breaks the promise, breaks the, you know, the words that he would have given to the young lady. We are familiar with contracts. I know most of us are familiar with contracts whose liability is limited. You know, a contract is short term. It can be three months, six months, a year, two months, and at times renewed upon um, the ability of each partner having fulfilled their mandate in the contract. I want us to understand that a covenant is not limited in its liability. A contract, you notice that at times, a contract has loopholes to provide escape from its teams. But a covenant, a marriage covenant, for instance, does not have loopholes. Why am I saying that? Because it's God who coined the covenant of marriage. A covenant, however, carries unlimited liability. What does it mean? In biblical times, you notice that, and in many cultures today, covenant meant a strong commitment and loyalty. May I say to those who are in love relationships, it's important to understand that when you get into a love relationship, working towards getting married, you have to understand what you are getting yourself into, dear young lady. You have to understand, dear young man, what you are getting yourself into. And we are saying that a covenant means strong commitment and loyalty, even unto death. One of the experiences I've had as a pastor, as a leader, as a marriage counselor, is that when it comes to stresses and strains of a love relationship, strains of a marriage, many people cannot keep the covenant. Many people cannot keep their commitment to the covenant, to the love relationships. It's so amazing. May I say that in a love relationship, it doesn't mean that things will always flow smoothly. A love relationship, even a marriage, will go through challenging times at times. And what it means is in those um moments when there are challenges, in those moments when there are difficult times, it it's now up to a young man, it's now up to a young lady to commit to the to 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 you know to commit to their promise, to commit to their vows, to commit to their you know the words that they would have said to their partner. It's very important, but one of the things that I've experienced as a pastor is that many people cannot commit and many people are not loyal to their promises when it comes to difficult situations. We say that a covenant is loyal even unto death. You know, I'm reminded of Ruth when she spoke to Naomi. She said, your people will be my people. Your God will be my God, you know, even unto death. That's what we call covenant. And may I remind lovers, beloveds, that it's important that as we run our relationships for those who are married, as we run our marriages, we must remember that a marriage or a love relationship, working towards getting married, it, it's, you are getting yourself into a 
you know, a deal unto death. You are getting yourself into a covenant, strong commitment, loyalty, even unto death, you know. And what it means, we have to keep to your words. At times when we do marriage vows during marriage ceremony, wedding ceremony, many people say those vows after the pastor. But I have I, long since established that many people do those vows without understanding, without understanding what they are getting themselves into. That's why even after two months, it's easy for someone to come back to the pastor and say, I feel I married the wrong person. I no longer have chemistry towards my wife. I no longer have chemistry towards my other. Forgetting that you entered into a covenant. Notwithstanding, not looking at the other things, other, uh, you know, uh, other things besides, other things besides your relationship that would happen. So it's very important that and to know that entering into a covenant relationship, a love relationship, marital relationship, means death also to independent living. I know for sure that for many young people, when they look at marriage as a covenant, they forget that individualism has to die. It's no longer about me. It's no longer about me. It's no longer about I. It's no longer about myself. A covenant means death to independent living. And it's very important for beloveds to know that as you work out your love relationship into a marriage, it means you are no longer an individual. The Bible says when you read in Genesis, when Adam sees Eve, he says, this is bone of my bones flesh of my flesh, and we have now become one. I think it's important to understand when you read in Genesis chapter 2, verse 23, Adam says, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and there shall be one flesh. So it means that a covenant is permanent. When flesh, when you are my flesh, I am your flesh, it's for life and nothing can alter that. And it's permanent. It's la, it sounds like a, a marriage covenant. It's permanent. It's not a disposable contract. It's not one of those things that would say, no, I feel I can't, so I have to come out of it. It's lack of understanding that causes young men and young women to willy-nilly get into marriage and within two months, come out of it. But I want to challenge beloveds to say it's important to understand what we mean by a covenant. We said a covenant is unlimited liability. It means strong commitment, loyalty unto death. It means death to independent living. We are going to look at further terms of a covenant in the next teaching. But we have to understand so what it means is as you enter into a love relationship, working towards your marriage, you must be prepared mentally for what you are getting yourself into and know that it's for life. It's the choice that you make for life. That's why when it comes to the choice of a marriage partner, we need to ask God to help us because it's very important. God upholds high a covenant between a husband and a wife. May the Lord bless you. But before we 
a check off tonight. I want to give someone an opportunity to receive Christ. Yes, I was talking about the marriage covenant, but there is a deeper covenant between us whom God has created and Him, our Creator, is the covenant of salvation. I want to give someone an opportunity to give their lives to Christ, to enter into a covenant for life, for eternity, for their soul in Jesus' name. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Thank you for dying for me at the cross in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.